I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 145 of the CantoBite Dispatch. I'm Emily Vin, and with me, as always, it's my delight for the host, Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How's your week been? Uh, you know, it was a week. It's over. I have a three-day weekend. That's good. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, because it's somehow already Memorial Day. God, where has the time gone? Yeah, it's crazy. And also, Monday is your birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Thanks. Do you have any exciting isolation birthday plans? Um, I have to work, so there's that. But that's okay. Work's gotten easier the past couple days, so. Oh, that's good. We should be fine. Yeah. It should be, but yeah, another birthday. It's going to be weird, you know, celebrating it with, you know, all the circumstances going on. But I'm just happy that I get to, you know, spend it with my family for a little bit. You know, this weekend we're going to do family things and it should be fun oh that's good i'm glad you get to you know do something anyway me too even if you can't like go out Mm -hmm. but yeah so what's what's been going on in uh podcasting or uh star wars or life do we want to do we want to talk about what's going on in podcasting because I listened to a real interesting podcast this morning. Was it your podcast, Pop Culture Hour? No, we haven't. Re- we're recording our first episode tonight. Ooh. You know, side tangent on that. You know what my favorite part of the poster is for your new podcast? What? Snoopy. <laughs> I love that Snoopy's on there, right? Like, I... I want a Snoopy-centric episode. Like, I want you guys to sit there and talk about the Peanuts characters for a whole two fucking hours. Like, if we don't get that, then, like, there's no reason why Snoopy should be in your fucking photo. Like, I need Snoopy. I mean, I gotta tell you, I don't know why Snoopy's in our photo. 
but I'm happy that he's there. I don't have much to say about Snoopy, though. I think I don't have two hours worth of Snoopy content for you. Well, I will email your podcast every week asking for Snoopy content because, I mean, it's pop culture hour. Like, you got to fit Snoopy in there somewhere. Yeah, I guess him being on the poster could be construed as false advertising. Yeah, and I don't want you guys to get in trouble for that. So I'm making sure that every episode involves Snoopy in some way. Even like talking about a Snoopy comic you saw in uh, the newspaper, you know, like just shit like that. <laughs> We're going to dissect peanut strips every every week. Yeah, that's that's the content that we've all been waiting for. I mean, it's, I suppose it's not that much more niche than my Fast and the Furious podcast. Yeah, but I'm just I'm happy to see Snoopy there because I feel like no one talks about Snoopy. Like Snoopy is just such a good beagle and just the Peanuts characters, you know, they're all great. Woodstock is great. I fucking love Woodstock. Him and Snoopy are just. Lucy's a bitch. Yeah, maybe she just likes Charlie Brown. Maybe she's just trying to hide it. I like. Snoopy, and I like the piano playing guy, and I like Pigpen. Yeah. That is my extent of Snoopy knowledge. I like Snoopy when he's Joe Cool. I like Snoopy... In his Halloween costume. Uh, I like Snoopy uh, as the pilot Snoopy. I I just, I really like Snoopy. Okay, well, I'll see what I can do about getting in some sweet, sweet Peanuts content. Thank you, because I think that's what the world needs right now. Okay. Thank you. See you. Um... I was going to say something. What was I going to say? There was something I wanted to talk about. Oh, I got, okay. It is a, we are recording this on a Saturday. I got woken up this morning at 7.30 by the Amazon delivery guy. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm very, very grateful to delivery people in general, especially during the pandemic when I'm getting lots more things delivered. And I know I shouldn't be using Amazon, but whatever. But honestly, like the Amazon guys never ring the bell. They always just leave it in the hallway. And for on a, like of all days to do it on a Saturday when I've had like, like I couldn't get, I probably got to sleep at like three o'clock last night. Fucking exhausted. 7.30, like first my phone goes off and I ignore that because I was half asleep. And then I hear that fucking buzzer go. And I'm like, what is possibly going on? And it was the Amazon guy. And, you know, like, totally, like, he was doing his job. He didn't feel comfortable, like, leaving it. But, I mean, he doesn't know it's, like, $6, like, mouse traps or whatever the fuck I ordered. But it was not a fun way to wake up. I'm sorry to hear that. I got an Amazon package last night. You did? What'd you get? I got this beautiful, beautiful Baby Yoda mug from my friend Emily Lynn. I'm glad you like it. I love it. I I need more Baby Yoda merch in my life. 
So this was perfect. I was looking at a b- lot of Baby Yoda merch, and I was also like, okay, but I want something that's going to get there not three months from now. <laughs> a lot of Baby Yoda stuff is sold out. But I thought that mug was cute, so I was happy when I found it. No, me too. I love it. Uh, well, I mean, I, I think this this brings us to... Uh... Did you notice anything in that picture, the, the Baby Yoda mug they sent you? I didn't. I mean, I didn't look at it that closely. Okay, good. I see some flower petals. Yeah, something happened okay. yesterday. Were you having a romantic experience? So, I went to work yesterday. Got off around like 8. Drove home and I'm thinking, okay, great. Uh, I can go home, do laundry. You know, go on the treadmill for a bit. You know, I've already done all the things I had to do in my day. And uh, I, I think I, I had some family over because, like, my dad and my sister went golfing. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll see some family. Cool. Go do everything else. And um, I, I opened up the garage door. And there is a person in a hazmat suit with a mask on, in my garage, holding up a sign saying, not even a pandemic can keep me away from you on your birthday. Aww. And on the sign is a very nice gold necklace that I'm wearing right now, and Emily can't really oh, see pretty. it. Oh, but... It's like a like swirls of, yeah, it's like a coil, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and in the middle is my birthstone. Just, fuck. So... I'm freaking out because, like, I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm realizing that, like, surprises literally scare the (laughs) shit out of me because, like, I don't know how to react. And then, like, I get in the house and there's dinner on the table. There's filet mignon and, and lobster waiting for me with bread and table covered in rose petals and then, like, everyone's recording, like, my reaction to this, where it's, like, I feel like a fucking show pony. Plus, I already feel like a fucking show pony at work because I've lost a lot of weight. And, like, people haven't seen me in two months. So, literally, I'm getting the, oh, stand up, turn around, let me see you. So, like, I, I'm just I'm just this big fucking show pony. And especially now. And it was a lot. Like, I hadn't seen Carlos in a while. Everyone's recording me. There's food on the table that everyone's like, eat. And I'm like, I want to say hi to everyone first. And I feel bad because everyone has to be like rushed in the other room so I can eat like my birthday dinner. Like just it's it's so much, but it was just it's so nice. Like that's the biggest thing out of this. I don't want people to think that I'm sitting here complaining about all these nice things happening to me. But no, like, holy shit. What is my that's life? So sweet. Good on you, Carlos. So, so Yeah. Carlos is here. He is, uh, I think he's in my swimming pool right now. But yeah, I I have custody of Carlos back after uh, two long months of, you know, just staying at home, being safe and, you know, 
it's nice. It's definitely, it's interesting, you know, because it's like, you know, you get used to, you know, being alone and everything. And then all of a sudden, like that person's back in your life. And part of it is part of the feeling is like, you know, they never left, yada, yada. But then it's like, oh my God, like you're here. Like I get to see you in person. Like it's just, it's overwhelming, exciting. Um, Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm so happy for you. So that's why I wasn't able to, oh, thanks. But yeah, I wasn't able to watch Deadwood this week, and that's oh, why. That's a good so. reason. Yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. like a great reason, but it's an acceptable reason. I mean, Deadwood's pretty fucking good. Uh, I, it is, and I was like, I, I woke up this morning, and I was like, "Shit, I'm not be able to watch Deadwood." But I'm like, "But, but he's here, so it's all good." And my family's fucking happy because they've been begging me for months to allow him to come <laughs> over. So. So, yeah, I, I was very surprised, but he's really bad at lying and keeping secrets. Like, so I, I knew something was up. Mm-hmm. But and I'm, I'm always right with, with my intuitions and stuff like that. But, yeah, I was I was like surprised and like it just I, I still have that image of like pulling into my garage and like seeing like this being with a hazmat suit on. Like I was like, part of me was terrified, but part of me was like, motherfucker. Very sweet. Like you see, yes, motherfucker. There said, we go. Back to Chris Fresh. Term of endearment. Yeah, but yeah, that that was my Friday. I I get the whole weekend with with him and with you know family. So I'm I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited that you know that it's becoming you know safe to start doing stuff like that again so yay a heartwarming story on the kind of by dispatch yeah well we can cover that up with you know everything that we talked about before so yes it's apparently my fucking fiance doesn't like me anymore mine does (laughs) no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) no we're not no, I think literally like once like we we made like a joke about like a wedding or something and someone was like, "Are you guys getting married?" And we're like, "No. No, not yet." That's always like I awkward d- when people I, push I, I that. I did think I did think that's where that story was going to go. Really? Like, oh yeah, my yeah, yeah, god. Yeah. No. And I was I was going to be a little bit like weirded out that you decided to tell me on the podcast. No, I would tell you beforehand. Like, uh, I don't know. Because I was even joking with him after this. I'm like, God, I don't know how I'm going to react when, like, you propose. Like, I'm probably going to have, like, a big freak out with, like, everyone, like, recording my reaction or shit. Like, I'm so bad at reacting at things. Like, never do a reaction podcast with me where, like, you know, I'm watching something for... No, I'm kidding. No, I did, I did okay with Eric, but... Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, there's no... There's no ring yet. I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm very particular with like life goals and like, you know, like I want to get like you know the career I want first, like before I start like thinking about those things. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, no, that totally makes sense. Yeah, but I, I'm excited that you know things are gonna work out soon. And I mean, like, I know he's my person. Like, I've known since like day fucking one, and like that's like such a comforting feeling like knowing Mm -hmm. that like you have that you know you have that ride or die person you know what do they say in fast and furious you know just about like 
ride or die or like you know family is everything yeah yeah that's it there's a lot of that yeah like that's i'm comparing the fast and the furious to like my relationship but i mean like it's yeah it's it's nice I still can't believe you thought I was going to get, or I thought I got engaged and I didn't tell you before recording. Like, I mean, I was a little bit weirded out that, that, that and I'm like, okay, we're going to have to co- have a conversation about that later. But. Oh my God. <laughs> I would me, tell you, you. You told me before the podcast that you had a story to tell because you had this good reason you hadn't watched Deadwood. Oh, so you're saying that if I got engaged, that would be a better reason why I didn't watch Deadwood? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, should we talk about some fucking Star Wars? I mean, we are. But we might as well talk about more Star Wars. So, there was an article up on Slash Film that uh, one of their reporters, Peter Scratter, wrote. He... I th- he's the one who like broke the Ahsoka news, right? I think so. Yeah. Um and he says that their sources are telling them that on the Mandalorian season 2, which we know our boy Timmy Oliphant is going to be on, they're saying that in it he is wearing Boba Fett's armor. Now, he's not playing Boba Fett. I mean, especially not since Tamora Morrison is on the show. But this leads to the theory, because it's the one that makes the most sense, that he is playing Cobb Vanth, who is a side character in the Chuck Wendig aftermath books now this is not a character we know a whole ton about but basically he was he was a slave on Tatooine and after Jabba the Hutt died and there was the big power vacuum Vanth basically appoints himself sheriff of this town, uh, Freetown, and is defending it and stuff. And he has Mandalorian armor that he, I think, buys from the Jawas. And while it's never explicitly said, it's heavily implied in the book and assumed by everyone that that armor is Boba Fett's armor that the Jawas like pulled out of the Sarlacc pit or whatever. Now I've seen some people like take this as like automatic proof that Boba Fett's not going to be on the show and Boba Fett's dead. And like Morrison's going to be playing Captain Rex. Honestly, for me, if anything, this made me think even more that Boba Fett is going to be on the show. And that, I mean, uh, first of all, because I think that makes them, like, I think it makes more sense than Rex anyway. But also, I think then that's your storyline, which is you have Vanth 
in Boba's armor being this sheriff, and then you have Boba Fett like coming and reclaiming his armor, and that's fucking awesome. But why do we know what's going to happen before it's going to happen? I know. And we don't know for sure that he is playing Vamp. That's just sort of what makes sense. That sounds awesome. But, and you know, and I, and generally I do like, I, I don't, I almost, it's okay. I'm trying to think of what it is. I just, I'd almost rather than pulling in like these super, not well-known characters from the books than characters from like the Clone Wars because you have a much more clean slate and I saw some people being like okay isn't it weird to pull in this character that nobody like outside of the people who read the books are gonna know but this is a character who's super easy to introduce because there's not a ton of story there it's not like Ahsoka where there is so much backstory that you're gonna have to be really careful in how you introduce her in terms of the new fans without retreading everything for the old fans. Because with somebody like Vanth, it can just be a very clear, like, new thing. Like, you... When Ahsoka shows up, it's going to be hard to make it where if you didn't know Ahsoka, you wouldn't at least know that you were supposed to know Ahsoka. Like, you would recognize that she is a character from something, even if you haven't seen that thing. But I think Cobb Vanth is a character who's easier to introduce. Like, you could see Cobb Vanth and never know that he was introduced in a book somewhere. Because you don't know much about him. We know he's this guy and he bought this armor and now he's a sheriff. And so you just do that on the show. Yeah, I I just I've never understood like the need to bring characters from like TV shows like to other, you know, like from animation to, you know, whatever, you know, like with Saw Gerrera, like, do they really need to add Saw Gerrera to Rogue One, you know, and just just other things like I just I don't get why we're not getting new characters and, you know, we're we're recycling all these big characters and you know different movies and shows and I mean it's cool but I mean like I'd love to get to know like a new character and I mean I think a story like this from a book like I think that's interesting like you know like with what they're doing with like the High Republic right now like I think that's so cool how they're hyping up all these characters and you know we're getting to know them and you know I think that'd be so cool for like the Mandalorian to do that with um Timothy's character because that gives them a lot of excuses to you know write a bunch of articles like oh five things you don't know about this new character in the Mandalorian (laughs) yeah you know like I just think that everyone wins in that because everyone's going to be searching this guy and they're gonna be like oh there's a book and then like Chuck Wendig's gonna win because a lot of people are gonna read his aftermath books you know so it's just it's a win for everyone and I mean like yeah like Ahsoka too but I just I feel like we need to pay more attention to, you know, those characters, you know, written in books and, you know, and comics too and everything. Cause I feel like those are overlooked by, you know, the TV shows and the movies, you know? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I, I am so much more okay with bringing in really minor characters and exploring them than this character who we saw already seen like hundreds of hours of. 
yeah, I just I would love to give like newer characters like a chance to shine. I mean, Ahsoka shines already, but I mean, we've already seen that. And I mean, like, good for those, you know, Clone Wars, like, fans and everything, you know. And do we really need Captain Rex in this? Like, I can see how well they can do with Captain Rex. But I mean, like, I I see only one person benefiting from this, and that's Dave Filoni. (laughs) Like, I... I don't like the idea that all these different directors and writers are going to have to, you know, go at a round table and have to write about these characters because, I mean, like, they probably would love to, you know, talk about new characters or write about new characters, you know, but instead, like, they're recycling, like, old stuff. And then it's it's the probabilities and the chances of, like, what if they don't do that character right? You know, this character that everyone knows so well, like, it just, it's just so much they can do wrong, so much they can do right. And just why not start fresh on something? Because you're not going to be wrong on something that is started fresh other than if your name is Toro Calican. <laughs> I'm glad you did it because I was about to insert that same joke. Hello, Steel Saunders. But I don't know. Like, I... I want this show to be more than just Clone Wars cameos and I mean like good for Dave you know good for Dave for you know everything he's been doing for the show yada 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 but I don't want to see him take over every single aspect of Star Wars because I want other directors other writers to have the opportunity to do everything that he's doing right now yeah it's like Dave has already like gotten the opportunity to do so much and yeah it's like it's not my favorite stuff but i appreciate that it's stuff that a lot of people really like and has been a valuable contribution to star wars and it's not like he should stop making anything star wars but other people should get the same opportunities that he's gotten Mm -hmm. and if you just have one voice especially one voice who is so focused on these couple of characters who he loves that really like it handicaps the future of star wars like now is the time when we should be getting so many new things and so many new voices both on screen and off that it's it's frustrating and i don't know maybe it's because you know obviously they're going to be writing articles about things that people will recognize and so that is the news we're getting for The Mandalorian. And maybe there's a lot of new shit in there and a lot of exciting new stuff. But because it's the only new stuff we have out of Mandalorian right now is like Ahsoka is going to be on and maybe Bo-Katan is going to be on and maybe this other character from Clone Wars or Rebels is going to be on. It's, it's hard for me to get excited about that because I'm so tired of Star Wars looking only to its past. And I feel like another thing that bothers me, too, is, you know, not only, you know, Dave Filoni has had, like, a a pretty good fucking year with Star Wars. I mean, he's done a lot with The Mandalorian, a lot with The Clone Wars, and is just giving those assholes another reason why to say that Dave should take over Star Wars, take over Kathleen Kennedy. Like, I just think that's just, like, a bullshit excuse. Like, is he the future of Star Wars? No, like, I think the future of Star Wars belongs to, you know, all the new writers and new directors we're getting, like Taika Waititi, 
Um, I can't think of really anyone. Taika, Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow. Like, that's the future of Star Wars. You know, Dave has been Star Wars the past 10 years. And I don't think that he's fit to be, you know, the CEO of, like, Lucasfilm. Like, that's a completely different job. And people, like, don't see that. They just see that, oh, he's making these good movies. He should, like, make all the decisions in Star Wars. Like, no. Like, I think Kathleen Kennedy is doing as a good job as... You know, she's doing like she's doing great, you know, and she helped with the Mandalorian, too. She's helped make so many good goddamn films. And the fact that people still don't see that is fucking frustrating because people are just dumb. And I'm not saying that, like, if you think that, like, Dave Filoni should be like the head of Lucasfilm, you're dumb. Well, no, but honestly, like, if you think he should be the head of Lucasfilm, you probably are dumb because that's not what he does. If you think he should be out there yeah. making like a lot of Star Wars content. Like I disagree with you, but fine. I don't think that's stupid. I think that's a matter of taste. But if you think he should have Kathleen Kennedy's job, which is not a... like, She's not making Star Wars films. She's making Star Wars films possible, and she's making Star Wars films happen. And she certainly has, you know, an influence in the direction of where Star Wars is going. But she's not out there, like, writing Star Wars scripts. Yeah, it's... It's annoying. And it's like, hey, everyone say that he's the future of Star Wars. No, he's Star Wars right now. He is Star Wars in the present. Let's keep it that way. Let's give other people the opportunity to be the future of Star Wars. Not someone who's had Star Wars by the balls for the past 10 years. Because he has. You know, with Clone Wars and everything. Like, that's a great accomplishment for someone to have. To, you know, be, you know, a creative outlet. Like, for... The Clone Wars and for Resistance, for Rebels. He's already done so much. Like, let's just sit there and applaud about that. Like, sit back and be like, look at all the great things that Dave has done. Like, great. I think that's great. You know, that's like someone saying that, like, George Lucas should come back and do the rest of the Star Wars. You know, and no, like, George doesn't want to do that. Like, I don't think that Dave wants that. You know, I think that Dave is content with everything that he's doing right now. Like, I don't know. Just give people the opportunity to make magic because I hate seeing one person do something that many other people could do. God, I want Taika's movie so badly. Me too. I just want something new. I want something new. I want something fresh. I want something not recycled from old films. I don't want the rights of Skywalker. Please, God, don't give me another one of those. I don't want another solo. Get the fuck out of here if you want to get me another solo. But yeah, like I want something. I want something new. Yeah. It's not so much Dave as it is what he represents. And also the fact that there's no... There's no one person who I want determining all of Star Wars and it influence everything that Star Wars puts out. Mm-hmm. I want us like if we're getting a bunch of Star Wars, then I want to have a bunch of different Star Wars, not a bunch of the same Star Wars. Because then what's the point? I don't want the same five characters recycled in movies, TV shows, comics, yada yada yada. Like I, I the Vader comics were great. You know, the Poe Dameron comics were great. Like give us new characters like give us something new something fresh like something 
don't know. Like, I I think that something like Lost Stars was great because, you know, that book was we got to get to know like new characters or, you know, Windex books. I I don't know. Like, I. I don't know. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm hopeful for the higher public stuff. Yeah. And even then, even then, like, I don't want to see only High Republic stuff. And that's why I'm glad when they came out with that, they're like, this is one of the things that we're doing. Not this is the thing that we're doing. So we'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'm just in a pissy mood, but. Um, I'm just in. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't watched any of Disney gallery Star Wars The Mandalorian it's the Dave Filoni show I feel like a lot of negative parts of the fandom gravitate towards him you know not a lot of his fault or anything no it's not but it's hard to it's hard to separate it yeah and I feel like that says a lot and I'm I'm curious to see if he knows that too and you know, I would think that Dave would be like an understanding person would understand like why like we would, you know, have these opinions, you know, and it's again, Chris Fresh. It's no disrespect to Dave Filoni. Like I, I would invite Dave Filoni over and like make him dinner because it's like that's what kind of person I am. Like I would invite you over and make you dinner. You know, I would invite Emily over, you know, because. God, I would hope you would invite me over for dinner. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. Is anything else going on? Have you been watching anything like good or like listening to anything good or? No, I I haven't really had the time to you know listen to podcasts or or anything. But I mean, I I love all you know our podcast friends and family, and I I love that we know we're getting so much content now from like Bad Motivators, Blue Harvest. Sithless, Pop Culture Hour, uh, The Geek Dudes, even though I don't listen to every single episode. I'm trying to think. I'm I'm definitely missing, like, so many other people. But, like, we have wonderful people in this community who are, you know, putting out content every week. And props to them. Yeah, go listen to some good podcasts. Yeah. Check out that Geek Pod. Check out Steel Wars. Check out Star Wars Spelt Out. There's going to be people that I'm forgetting, and I feel bad about that. But, I, dude, I I left out a whole fucking country. Just about, I feel bad. Oh, okay. Um, I guess Willie will talk to you guys. Next week. Bye. Bye. Uh, Kanto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a Kanto bitch. Brittany, the Jinj, and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kendall Bitch number one.
just can't quit. How do you become a bitch like me? Podcast, you gotta download CBD. Send emails, just listen and chill. Give them some names to fuck, Mary kill. Ask them a question or send a top three. Mine is Lindo, Brittany, and me.